this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Thank you for coming and being my first guest co-host. Oh, thank you for having me. And I'm so excited because we're getting our uh, our first guest is going to be the first Latina heroine in the Terminator franchise, Natalia Reyes. And a fellow Colombian. Oh, Colombiano. Colombiano de Medellín. Ooh, I, I'm born from L.A. <laughs> pero, pero Mexican Peruvian background. Okay. So, but this is good. This is exciting, man. Um, like, I personally, I, I've been a big, I love the Terminator, well, Terminator 1 and 2. <laughs> <laughs> I love Terminator 2. And so for me, like, this re- going back to that part of the franchise is super exciting. And when I saw that not only was there going to be a Latino Terminator, that there was going to be a Latina heroine. I was like, I am in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is going to be fun, and um, she'll be joining us shortly. Hello, Natalia. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Jolanda. I'm so happy to be here. And we're so happy to have you. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, I, I've been following you on Insta since it was announced that you were going to be in the Terminator right. franchise, and you have been on a whirlwind world tour. <laughs> It's been insane. It's been crazy. Yeah. No. And then, um, essentially, your your role is uh, the next Sarah Connor, so to speak. I think Sarah Connor is such an icon, and it, it for me even you know like I I wasn't even born when the first one came out, but I remember seeing her. Maybe I think I, I saw Terminator Two first and that was on tv and you know in colombia terminator was the kind of movie that every sunday will be over (laughs) and over (laughs) on tv yeah so i kind of grew up watching it you know like just at home uh so i remember sarah connor doing these pull-ups and being so amazed and i'm like i want to be like her like she was so badass and cool and and it was it was so different to what we're used to see you know like Mm -hmm back then it was she was a waitress she was a single mother she was you know this girl that had a normal life and suddenly you know she became this amazing hero so you know I, I don't think there's another Sarah Connor you know like I don't really even pretend that you know because you know it'll be silly Sarah mm-hmm. Connor is Sarah Connor. I think um, it's just great that the franchise is now, you know, like trying to open this uh, story to Danny Ramos. And it's also about like creating this new character and, and how Danny Ramos is going to be, you know, like different. And because, yeah, we cannot even compete or try <laughs> and, you know, it's it's just a new character. And I think it's not only great to, you know, be a woman and be there and, and have a great character and I think also as a Latina you know it's just like I think that's the biggest thing here you know like it's 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 the hero and she's Latina you know mm-hmm. and and we're not used to see those kind of roles for us like for me as an actor it's it's been difficult you know like just to to 
come to this world and you know get all these um, characters that are always like really small or we die in the second scene mm-hmm. or you're the maid or you're the drug dealer or you know I'm from Colombia I'm, I'm so used to those stereotypes and cliches so it's just amazing you know to to actually when I got to read the whole script and realize I was like no you know it, it is not like that this is a you know, a leading role and she's like just a human being that is complex and she's brave and she's, you know, a loving person and she's beautiful in a different way and she's strong in a different way. You know, I think we were, you know, while we were shooting the movie, we were talking to Tim and we were like always thinking about how Danny is different from Sarah Connor, you know, like how how you can be strong and how how you can be badass and still be feminine and still look, you know, like beautiful in the way you feel beautiful, whatever it is. And and also be strong without having a gun or looking mm. like a man or, you know, like it's it's cool to to show that, you know, diversity also amongst like women and and Latinos and it's it's great you know like I was also thinking about that Latinos like because we're you are Latino or Mm -hmm. you're Latinx or you're and suddenly you have Gabriel and you have Diego and you have you have me and we're so different you know Mm -hmm. like Gabriel was actually born he was born here in Texas and Diego was born in Mexico and he you know like he moved here like maybe 10 years ago and I was born in Colombia and I was living on an island and suddenly I'm here you know like also we Latinos are different Mm -hmm. you know so it's it's just great that this this movie actually shows that diversity you know it's Mm -hmm. great uh I did want to touch on that a little because I do find it interesting like uh I went to Peru for the first time like four or five years ago. My family's Peruvian. I'm Peruvian and Mexican. And when I was there, everybody, uh, all of my family that I encountered kept telling me they had no idea what Latino was. Mm-hmm. Every time I said, no, I'm a Latina. I'm like, they're like, what is that? No, I'm, you're, you're, and then they would call me a gringa because I'm yes, American. You're a gringa. You're uh, a gringa. Uh, In Colombia, I'll say you're a yeah. gringa. Yeah. Same. Well, I went to Mexico and they told me this. No, no, I don't. Tu eres gringa. Tu eres gringa. <laughs> and I'm like, but I'm not. Because then I come home and it's like, you're not American. Yeah. Yes, or whatever. you're a Latina. Yeah, yes. I'm a Latina. So what has your experience been considering not, not just here in the U.S., but you've toured the world with this film. Um, and being that you are from Colombia, you probably are just, I don't know if in Colombia they have the term Latinx or Latino or stuff, but here it's like we're under this big umbrella. And outside of here, uh, like what has been, like how is being Latino determined when you're outside of the U.S.? Well, um, it's a whole thing. And I, I mean, here, you you just said that, you know, we are all under the same umbrella, Latinos mm-hmm. or Hispanic, you know, like, and and it's, of course, you know, like, that's our last name, whatever. <laughs> but, but it's like, we are so different. Like, mm-hmm. it is so different to be uh, Mexican or Colombian or Peruvian or Argentinian or, you know, um, but we're, we're all under the same umbrella. And I get it. And I think that's also good about it. Like, I think we're now like we're, we were Colombians and I'm from Bogota. And you know, like we are Latinos, and I actually love the fact that we can we're kind of united. You know, like mm-hmm. yeah, I don't. If you're Mexican, I do feel a really strong like connection with Mexico. I think Colombians and Mexicans 
especially now, like we feel really close and we have so much in common and our culture, our story. I think everything that is happening in Mexico now, we lived that in Colombia. So we feel, we, we know how it is, you know, to live that. So um, I think we're really connected. And for me, like personally, I think I've always felt Latina, you know, like I look like a, like a Latina. I think this tra tragedy, I have like friends. I have actually a Peruvian friend here in Lay. She's an amazing actress and she's so beautiful, but she's blonde, blue eyed, mm -hmm. white. Nobody, nobody thinks she's Latina because she looks so American or just like white, you know, mm -hmm. like and, and she's like. She's from Peru, yeah. you know, and they cannot believe it. It's just like, but you cannot prove it. Like, you cannot be Peruvian because you're white. And I'm like, oh. They it's should like, see the Peruvian billboards then. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah and, and this is exactly what I get. Mostly because, yes. just like, I have fair skin. I don't have an accent, even though I, yeah. I was I was born in Medellin, but I grew up in Bogota until I was 18. And even when I was traveling back then and I would introduce myself, they were like, Okay, so you're a Colombian, but like, where are your parents from? And I'm like, oh, they're Colombian. And they're like, mm -hmm. okay, but like, where are your grandparents? They, they, <laughs> Trying they, it's to. this idea. And I think, whereas in Colombia, for example, it, it all becomes about regions, right? Like, are you from Medellin? Are you from Cali? Paisa, are you from Cartagena? Costeño. And it yes. becomes about how much you know, right? And about how those different labels and identities, um, how those read when you're within different circles. Yeah. Um, so, for example, when I talk to other Colombians, as soon as I talk in Spanish, they understand. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're obviously Colombian. When I'm speaking in English, sometimes I think people have a hard time sort of keeping two things together. Like, no, I have this idea of what a Latino is and what they sound like. And you, <laughs> you don't look like... You cannot be that. Yeah. 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 Um, and I think the more... I think this is when the talk of diversity, it's like, it's not about tokens. And it's mm -hmm. not about sort of having that one person. It's like the more people we have and the more stories we're telling and the more... Um, so we're pluralizing what an idea of a Latino was. Because for me, what I felt, I think watching something like Telemundo and Inuvision growing up, that what, that's, I think, my first inklings of what Latino was. Because they were speaking to a Latino culture in the United States, but that required talking to Mexicans and Peruvians and Argentinians and Colombians and Venezuelans. So like that's where I first had my first glimpse of what, oh, a pan-Latin sort of identity and experience But that was coming in the U.S. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I, I grew up here, so I literally, I used to seek anybody who looked like me. <laughs> and uh, and for the long, like, it took me a long time when I grew up when I realized, you know, like, Catherine Zeta-Jones is not Mexican. <laughs> and suddenly I'm like, I've been lied to my whole life. Because um, it's, uh, I, I grew up here in L.A., but L.A., like, everybody has this idea that L.A. is, like, ginormously diverse but growing up here in the 80s and 90s it wasn't necessarily the yeah. case yet and I so I would grasp little like things here in like uh, West Side Story it took me forever to realize Rita Moreno was like the only Latina in the cast and I was like but that's that's oh you took everything away from me <laughs> so I, I'm loving that there's more representation and I do agree, like that I think it's interesting to have this pan latin latino experience but at the same time i like i as someone who come like peruvians there aren't that many peruvians in hollywood and then the second i learned oh my god benjamin bratz peruvian i was like i need to talk to him we need to connect and it it's interesting like because we we do catch each other like oh okay I, mm -hmm. I my grandfather talks that way or my tia does that or you know just cat like we catch each other's little nuances and it's like oh hey 
And so that's why I was interested because my only experiences out of the country have been like I in London, they just again, they knew I was they I met someone who called me a Spanish girl. And I'm like, Mm. but I'm not I'm not (laughs) from Spain. You 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 might be Spanish speaking, yeah. but you're not Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. So I think a lot of people still have a lot to learn about, but it's also I, I I'm like, it's it's difficult to explain, but if you're willing to listen, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, there's a difference between Hispanic and Latino, and you know where you're like where you come from, because. Um, the when I lived here in the U.S. too, it's very different. Like if you grow up on the West Coast, everybody just assumes you're Mexican. If you're on the East Coast, they assume you're 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 either Puerto Rican or Dominican. Puerto Rican, yeah, Because mm-hmm. yeah. uh-huh. I that oh you must be Puerto Rican. No, <laughs> and I'm like I'm Mexican Peruvian. Well, isn't that the same? No. no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, it feels like that sometimes. Like just. From Mexico to Argentina, it's all the same. Like, yeah, you're just, just like, like Latinos or whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. But I, I do feel in Colombia we do have that. Like you were saying, maybe in Peru they wouldn't understand, like, the Latino. Yeah, you know, they... Like, I do think in Colombia we have this Latin American thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, we do feel a connection. I don't know if it's the Andes or what, but I have that feeling that, especially now, you know, like, we've kind of, you know have a feeling of, you know, there's something going on in there, like Latin Americans and feeling Peru and Bolivia and mm. Venezuela with all this thing. And yeah, I, I do I do feel there's a, a thing with, mm-hmm. with the Latin American culture, like that is really strong. And if I say like I am a Latina and I feel Latina, like they will absolutely understand and connect with mm-hmm. that idea of a Latino, like yeah. more like Latin American. Yeah. Because I think Latino... You know, just saying Latina or Latinx, um, you know, like we're saying it's so crazy because we're just avoiding the part that we are part of America. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like we we got used to say America like if it was a country, but America is not a country. You know, mm-hmm. America is a continent and the, the, the USA is a, con- a, a, a country, you know, mm-hmm. but that's hard. Like when I say, like, yeah, yeah I'm America. from America, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like, oh, were you born in the States? Like, no, no, I am from America. It's mm-hmm. a continent, and I was born in Colombia, but I am American, but I'm not a U.S. citizen. Yeah, that's interesting that you brought, like, because obviously my family is South American, and it's like, I could say that, but nobody would agree because it's mm. like, suddenly the U.S. comes, and it's like, no, only the U.S. can identify as American. It's like, that's three continents you've taken over. <laughs> it's. I think there's a problem there with language because, like, we, I am Americana. I'm mm-hmm. from America, el continente, you know, um, the American continent. But uh, in Colombia, we have a word. Like, uh, how do you say, like, when someone is like, I'm Colombian, you're American? In in Spanish, we say, es, we can say estadounidense mm-hmm. from the United States. Maybe that we don't have that in English. So there is yeah. no word in English. Like, you can say Canadian, you can say Mexican, mm-hmm. you can say Colombian, and you say American. But it would be like gringa. American state, state there. I don't know how would you say that, but we need that word. So we, you, yeah. you don't say you're Americans, but just like yeah. no, my you're from would, the states. Yeah, my dear would just, yeah, it is a, de los estados. De los, de los estados. estados. <laughs> yeah, but we need that word, you know, like in English. So 
you're like a North American, but North American will also be like Canada and like right. yeah. you're from the United States. Well, we say gringo. Yeah, but that I don't think a lot of people would use that very yes. proudly as a way to self-describe themselves. Yeah, but but it is weird. Like I myself, like if I think of someone that is not from here, we can absolutely say that in Colombia. Would everyone would say yeah. like, oh, it, it is gringa. She's gringa, or he's a gringo. But it, I don't think it's it's. It doesn't have the same. In yeah, the but U- here in they the feel US it's and, like a bad thing. Yeah. Well, I think I I have to tell like my friends because I call him like uh, my my regular co-host. He is he's a white guy. I call him. I'm like you're my token gringo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you're my token gringo. But it's I'm like it's not a bad thing. I'm like it literally means yeah, in I this don't... country it literally just means white American. It's the white Americans that are taking it to mean something bad because it's like we're call- it's almost as if we're calling them racist by singling them out it's like no I'm like yeah That's it's actually for- it's something I would like to explain to Americans mm, yeah. North Americans or people from the <laughs> United States uh, it's just like like I do think like every, in Colombia everyone from the States would be called gringo. gringo but yeah. it's not in a bad way you're yeah. like, it's like your way of seeing yeah like my family no 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 you're, you're a gringo, you're a gringo. And it, just, it literally just means that I was I'm an American. Yeah, I was but born not in, America. in a bad way. No. I mean, it's not something. But I think he, he here it's different, and they yeah. feel it's like something bad. But I, hmm. yeah, it's like I just want to sit there. It's like it's not a bad word. word. Yeah. It's not a bad <laughs> word. Yeah, at all. At all. It's like no, 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 no. But oh, so how? This is your technical. Like I was looking at your resume. The, so Terminator is like your kind of your big crossover experience. Even though you had your last film, I think was. Uh, on the short list to be uh, uh, for the 91st Academy Awards yeah. for Columbia. You were shortlisted. Yeah. You were shortlisted. Um, but this is like your first yeah. crossover experience. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, have you found, like, are you look, uh, auditioning and booking roles now? Like, how, because ha- I, I'm always, I, like, um, I spoke to, I interviewed Eugenio Derbez like a long time ago when he was doing his first movie that he released in the mm-hmm. U.S. And he was even as big of a name as he is in Mexico and Latin American countries. He had a lot of issues here trying to sell his content or be cast. So he started doing his own thing and it's worked for him. <laughs> yeah, so uh, totally. How, I mean, I know this is brand new still, but so far, what's been your experience doing this crossover thing um well i think this is just the beginning you know like Mm -hmm. i just got into this whole new world you know of you know hollywood and the industry here i've been acting for a while in colombia and latin america but it's it's just a start and i think it's great that you know it's a big start you know it's a hollywood big action movie it's a terminator franchise and it's a leading role so you know i i feel lucky that i you know have a, a good agency and they actually sent me like good uh, auditions and i just feel I'm, I'm being considered for things that are important and not only for the latino character mm-hmm. and I'm like yeah so of course you know like uh, i look a lot like a latina i wouldn't be an irish you know like whatever you know like of course I'm, I look Latina and I'm proud of being Latina but you can also find now you know in this country so many people like you that you don't look Colombian but you're Colombian and you can find someone who looks like me but it's um, from well the here, role like, isn't defined by yeah your... that is not yeah mm-hmm. so so I, I feel lucky and I think that's it's not huge, you know, but mm-hmm. it's just changing slowly so I think they're now more open than I think before was 
so much harder. Like I have friends that moved here years ago and it would be impossible mm. for them to get a role that if, if it was not like the Latina made, mm, you know. Right. So so I think it's changing and I think we're now, they now can say like to this really important role, like why not? Mm. It can be Latina. Why not? That's just a chance that we, we all now have and I think it's just fair and it's just time because it's just a reflection of the world mm-hmm. outside who's going to the movies who's watching the movies and the series well latinos are 33% i think it's uh, the bo- they're a yeah. huge the percent box of the box yeah. office i think it's yeah. 30 Something so i wanted to ask you uh, along those lines cuz even uh, talking about something like birds of birds of passage mm-hmm. de verano it seems like a very um specific and very beautiful local story. So it strikes me as it's also not a huge sort of um, big production movie mainstream in Colombia, but it strikes me that it was a project that was very carefully chosen by you. So I'm curious what kinds of things drive you to and would now you would be seeking when you're choosing like your next roles or the kinds of things that you want to be interested in sort of pursuing. Um, yeah, I mean, Birds of Passage was this movie, you know, Ciro Guerra and Cristina Gallego, they are this crazy talent. I just saw them last night. They are so talented and so smart and so great about, you know, telling stories. And that movie is absolutely different. You know, it's an independent movie. We also went around the world, but just like to these film festivals and we opened the movie in Cannes and we went to Telluride and all the festivals. And that was a little bit more, I, I've done tons of television, but also many independent films in, in Colombia and Latin America in general. So that was mostly my thing, you know, like I, I stopped doing TV some years ago and it was like, I really, my dream is to make movies and I want to make movies. So I'll I have to make some decisions. I have to take these decisions and just say no to a couple of projects that were good, but I, you know, were not into that path. So I did Birds of Passage, and it was it was great. And now, you know, this is a completely different, <laughs> like extremely different movie. This is a huge, like mainstream action movie, like Terminator, and it was amazing. I'm so thankful because it was learning. It was. A challenge for me and I think as long as there's a challenge for me like learning Wayunaiki because mm. in Birds of Passage I don't even speak Spanish right. in the whole movie I speak Wayunaiki it's a, an indigenous language from the Wayu community that is along uh, Colombia and Venezuela so so now this was okay you don't have to learn Wayunaiki but you have to learn this new language that is action mm. action movie it's a whole different language so that was a lot of you know new things for me and, and that was learning so that's why it was so exciting so I think I did this and now you know I want another challenge so I want to of course tell stories that are relevant for me and that I care of and and I want to work with people that I I really admire and love so I do think I really you know like I'm here I'm open to you know all the projects I think I'm gonna be just around the world just finding stories and directors but I really want to work with Latin American people and talent because I think there's so much talent in Latin America um, but we don't have enough platforms you know we have these amazing Mexican directors Iñárritu and Cuarón and they're so incredible and we have these guys from Chile the La Rain brothers oh, La Rain. that are 
so amazing. And, you know, we have so much talent in Latin America and Mexico and Peru. And, you know, like we have so, so many great directors, actors, producers, you know, like, so I want to, I want to create stories that I, I want to tell, you know, mm -hmm. so, so I, I, you know, I, I of course want to keep working here, but I also want to start, you know, producing in a way, just getting people together and tell the stories that I want and work with the people that I really admire and, and yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, I think a lot of talent nowadays, like you're not just acting anymore. Everybody's thinking about creating their own stories and because there is such a craving to tell more stories. Um, so like, is that something that you're going to start doing or are you auditioning for stuff right now? I'm auditioning, but mm -hmm. I, I'm also developing projects mm -hmm. and I think... Yeah, you're right. I think the world has changed yeah. completely, and all these platforms and your know, media, just YouTube and you know podcasts, and this is just a big change in the world. And you, you don't have to be a big studio now to produce your own YouTube channel. You know, mm -hmm. you don't need to be big. You know, you have to have a big recording studio to do your music. So, so I think this is great, and that's why actors are not anymore. You know, or myself, I just don't want to be sitting and waiting for someone to call me. That's great. You know, I'll go, I'll audition, but I don't want to be that. You know, I want to create stories. I want to create things. I want to tell the things that I want to tell. So uh, I'll audition, but I'll also start developing, you know, like these kind of ideas and projects and uh, just get people together that I admire and see what happens. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So do you live here now in L.A.? or I officially live on a plane. So find me there. Find me on WhatsApp. Um, yes, I, I mean, I call home Colombia. Mm -hmm. I have this, we have this beach resort with my, with my husband in front of Cartagena on an mm -hmm. island. It's beautiful. It's called Phoenix Beach. And we just have this quiet, beautiful life there um and we love you know being there and being kind of isolated but i've been traveling for long so you know i am um, i spend a lot of time here in la now and new york and mexico and spain my husband is from spain so we just travel a lot but um when i'm not working or doing press or whatever i'm back on the island in colombia um uh, so this is kind of a fun question. I like to, because I am a big foodie. You have traveled the world. Yes. Where, I'm a big foodie. Also, oh, so. good. Yeah, what, I got you. What is your favorite cuisine you've tried so far? Well, mm, I love food, really. I don't eat meat, so mm -hmm. that's kind of tricky because you sometimes you go, mm -hmm. like I was living in Budapest last year. And it was all around me. And it was really hard. Um, but I really enjoy, like, I love Mexican food. I really love Mexican food. And they're great. Actually, here in L.A., like, vegan, yeah. mm -hmm. rest, Mexican. In rest. L.A., you can find everything vegan. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. L.A. is a great place for me <laughs> in that aspect. But I love Mexican food. But, uh, I mean, we were just in this tour. And we went to Korea. And we went to Seoul. And mm. we went to this amazing... It was a barbecue. So we weren't, like, worried about... But, yeah, but there's meat. Like, you can eat the meat. You know, like, but there were so many options. Oh, there's, like, a hundred types of kimchi. Mm. I uh, love kimchi. kimchi. <laughs> but it's just, like, Korean barbecues and food. They are so 
great. You know, like you have so many options as like the soup, but the rice and you can just like mix everything and they have so many vegetables. And just the, the ritual around the food in Korea, I loved it. It's full of colors and flavors and vegetables. And I just loved Korea in general, like yeah. the whole culture and, and the food was great. And it's an experience, which I think is also is. This is usually what I love about food. And people say like, oh, what do you like food? I was like, oh, I just love the experience. It's mm-hmm. something about like going either cooking for myself or like going to Korean barbecues. I used to live in New York. And, and prepare we, it. Prepa- and yeah. You're part of it. It's a whole experience. It's not just like eat a burger. You yeah. Know? Like, <laughs> like you're, you're on your way to work and you just have to eat something. It's just like the whole experience is yeah. great. I agree with that. But I also like it. It kind of gives you a sense of community because mm. nobody's ever quiet eating if you are it's kind of weird yeah. but everyone you know you're enjoying each other's company at the same you're enjoying this Put it great here food. and do this i want more yeah mm-hmm. it was it was fun yeah no and uh i had to ask that because i did see all the food you guys were eating <laughs> on your insta oh, everywhere you were you're like oh my god this yeah. is so much i was like I need to know where's the best because I, you know, obviously I'm partial to Peruvian food. But <laughs> no, no, I love Peruvian yeah. food. I love mm-hmm. Peruvian food. It's amazing. Yeah, I'm Peruvian and Mexican, so everybody asks, who has the best ceviche? Oh, it's yeah. tricky. Like it's, it's Peru. Peru. I, think it's Peru. <laughs> I, think, I actually think it's Peru. Yeah, it is. It is because I don't know something. And about what the about tomatoes. the conchitas? Mm. Oh. I mean. You guys have great food. Mm-hmm. But Colombia, is it the arepas? We have arepas. Arepa. We have berries. Frijoles. Arepas de chocolate. Arepa de chocolate. It's kind of sweet, like it's corn, like sweet mm-hmm. corn arepa. And I live in the coast, so we have like this more like coast, the like coastal food. And we have this arroz con coco. Arroz con coco. I was going to say. Oh, oh my gosh. And fried it's plantains. Sweet. Fried sweet plantains, I don't like like the patacón, but the, the, the sweet ones, and just like fish, and we just have like great, great food. Yeah, I think all of us have a version of like plátano frito because yes, Peruvians yes. we definitely have. Yes, one we're too. really close. I mean, yeah, yeah. but I, I I always I think because I've tried a lot of it. I'm like, this doesn't taste like the ones my abuela makes. Mm. That's so everything's a little bit different, yeah. just yeah. a little bit. Yeah, and I I love that because it is one of the other things that we're united as this beautiful culture, but we all have our spin yeah. on. But yeah. we have something in common. I mean, I think we all have corn. Yeah. It was our thing in America. Mm-hmm. We have corn. We have rice. We have beans. Yeah. No, it's still like kind of yeah. No, that Fruits. I'm going to end it on that note because now we're all hungry, so we're going to run <laughs> out and go get yeah. something like, to eat. Mm. <laughs> but thank you so, so much. And everybody listening, go catch Terminator Dark Fate. Go catch Natalia. Tweet at her. In- check out her Instagram. What it, where Is they- it at Natalia Reyes, R-E-Y-E-S-G, of my second last name, Natalia Reyes G. And tell her how much you loved Please. watching her kick ass. <laughs> Please. I love reading the comments and just like feeling, you know, people like the reaction. So, yeah, just go watch the movie. So, yeah, you just go there, enjoy it. We made it with all our love, but I think it's a really great movie. All right. Thank you again so much. Thank and you. And we'll be talking to you, I'm sure, very soon. So that was a great conversation. Thank you so much, Manuel, for joining me and um, for taking time out of your day to come and talk to Natalia with me. Oh, no, thank you. It was a pleasure. Uh, And where can we find you? Where can we find your work? You can uh, most definitely find me on Twitter. That's probably the easiest way. Uh, so my handle my handle is at bmanuel, or you can go to my website www.mbetancourt.com, um, and that's where you'll find all of my writing. That's where I push all my pieces whenever they go up, my reviews. 
um, and when I'll be promoting uh, a book that I wrote that comes out next uh, May. Oh my God, May. May 2020, and it's a book all about Judy Garland's live at Carnegie Hall. <laughs> We're going to talk about that later. Mm-hmm. But, um, and uh, as always, you can follow me at Sassy Mama in LA on Twitter. Um, and wherever you're listening to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, um, SoundCloud, wherever you are, make sure to subscribe, comment, follow, and feel free to tweet at me. Ask me any questions. Yell at me. I can take it. And I'll talk to you guys next time. 